you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. AEW Revolution is in the books. Uh, Big thanks and shout out to everybody who hung out with us for the live reactions. Of course, we're still going live right now. Uh, so thanks everybody thanks, who's hanging thank, out thank with you, us. Thank you, thank you. Of course, thanks to the enforcer for hanging out of with course, us once again. The best during the live stream. Uh, a really fun show. A really fun show. Not quite in terms of like big monumental surprises on par with perhaps like all in, all, which kind of set the out. standard. Into, I'm out. sorry, all out, which really set the standard uh, for for that kind of show. Yeah. Um, no big title changes. Uh, but there was a pretty significant story beat with uh, uh, MJF and Wardlow. Um, he finally, I mean, we'll see how this plays out on Wednesday. If he uh, is still under contract with MJF, I don't know how that's all going to work out legally. Wardlow might be in a bit of a bind, but I, I was really happy to see them finally with that with that twist. Uh, uh, MJF calling for the the, the diamond ring. MJF. Oh, I don't. I don't know where it oh, is. Yeah, Warlow patting down his his suit, trying to find it. I don't have I don't it. Know where it is? I don't have it. And then when Punk gets the upper hand there, oh, I do have it, Punk. Here you go. So I was happy to see that story beat. 
Um, all in all, a really fun pay-per-view. I thought us sitting here, I, I thought it went sort of a, a bit quicker than I was expecting it to. Yeah, yeah. For a five-hour show, including the buy-in, it, it, it breezed by as much as a five-hour show could. There really wasn't a come-down match. Yeah. You know, the match that you thought maybe looking at the card, that would be a come-down match, the, 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 the Tornado six-man tag match with the AHFO versus Sting and Dar- Darby and Sammy. That match was crazy as heck. That was wildly fun. That was wild. If you stepped away to go to the bathroom during that match, you missed quite a quite a shift. Bad move because Bad that move. was awesome. Yeah, that was actually a really really top fun to match. bottom. Every match was fun. Uh, yeah, just a, a really a really really solid show from opening bell to the very end when uh, uh, Hangman Page kneels down next to uh, unconscious Adam Cole to shake his hand and then goes on to celebrate his his victory after retaining the AEW World Heavyweight title. Absolutely. A couple debuts tonight as well. Shockingly, and probably the biggest pop of the night here I, on Twitter, I think I saw, uh, maybe in the venue, I don't know. We'll have to ask some people who are there. Uh, William Regal. Yeah. Who I think we'll still go by William Regal. I don't know. That's how he still goes on Twitter. Yeah. Um, has, uh, and Tony Khan confirmed, he is all elite. Yes is seemingly going to be the manager for the new Danielson Mox faction following their match. He came in, slapped them both, said, shake hands, and let's do this. Oh, man. I was over the moon. If they can just convince Samoa Joe to tr- to, to to join that faction I to know. build the future. I know. VW. Oh, my God, Larson. That would be so exciting. That would be pretty damn exciting. It would be it would. So going in the, the the match kind of finished how I I thought it would with with Mox getting the win and Danielson being upset about it. But before Danielson could really do something uh, crappy to Mox, I mean they were brawling afterwards. You have Regal coming out like the headmaster at this at the school that they that Mox and Brian literally or Brian wants Mox to join them starting. You know, it's basically what it is to train the future of AEW, the future of pro wrestling. And he comes out like the headmaster. The only thing he didn't do is grab him by their ears. You know. Yeah. You know, he yeah. smacks both of them. This is more of an old school headmaster where you're yeah. allowed to slap kids around. Yeah. <laughs> hundred years ago, maybe. I don't know. Make some shake hands. Yeah. And uh, immediately I was like, all right, I want to see where this is going. Mm-hmm. Just immediately. Yeah. Uh, we also saw the debut of Swerve Strickland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, pretty damn exciting. He got a great reception from the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, another huge addition to AEW. Their, their roster seemingly week after week gets more and more loaded. It's going to be interesting what kind of if if they, you know, I, I think Tony Khan was asked this question during his pre-revolution conference call. You know, do, basically, oh. do do you have too many people? And he said he likes keeping a stacked roster. He likes having a loaded roster. He likes having depth. It's a good he problem to have, have that. Said, yeah, it, yeah, it's a good. It is a good problem to have, um, especially if they're going to reboot Ring of Honor as either a weekly or monthly thing. Um, you're going to be able to ship maybe some of your lung- younger talent or maybe some of the veteran talent that's done a lot already in AEW. May, like, I'm thinking like FTR maybe um, over to Ring of Honor uh, to help anchor that show. That'll relieve a little bit of pressure. Um, but uh, he's he's shown that he has been able to, and, and not for everybody necessarily, but by and large through the use mainly of factions, he's been able to uh, make decent use of, of pretty much everybody. You got trios titles coming up. So there's another story element you can add to make good use of people. Um, who knows what other sort of tricks he has up his sleeve. There's all sorts of themed episodes, of course, that they do of dynamite as well mm-hmm. to make up for the four pay-per-views a year they do. 
Um, but uh, yeah, Swerve got a great reaction, signed a contract, uh, talked on the mic a little bit. Um, so it was really cool to see him. Uh, no, uh, well, obviously, so right now the word is Jeff Hardy. I think Fightful Select had a write-up on Jeff Hardy. He's not able to appear right now. Nope. He won't be legally allowed because of his contract is no compete until the 10th. So it's the day after this week's Dynamite. Mm-hmm. But you would think that you would see him, you as know, soon as soon as, as, as possible. As soon as he afterwards. possibly could do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, although we had suspected that perhaps the giant, beefy, masked cameraman, uh, the, uh, the you know, on the floor there, could it be? Could maybe be Claudio mm-hmm. Cesaro? Mm-hmm. Wasn't him, or nope. at least wasn't revealed to be him. It nope. would be hilarious if that's how he made his debut, and he's been here like, and somebody like that weeks. sort of looks like him has been here for weeks, just you know, man in the camera. But uh, but yeah, and then like I said, you know, uh, we talked a little bit about Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. Britt retained due to you know her uh, her pals basically, yeah, her crew, yeah, and then uh, it was announced. On Dynamite this week, Layla Hirsch and Thunder Layla Hirsch, who won her match thanks to a wrench, yeah, um, they would be having an eliminator match, a number one contender match, and the winner of that will then go to Thunder Rosa's hometown, San Antonio, to take on Britt Baker and then win the title there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I was thinking about it throughout the week after after uh, Thunder Rosa got the win on Dynamite, I was probably brushing my teeth. Light bulb went off. You know, the story for Britt was Thunder Rosa, you can't beat me. So during that tag match. Uh, you know, uh, Rebel, Jamie Hader, they're out, out of the picture. Thunder Rosa was able to hit her finish to get the win on Brit. That didn't happen tonight. So they've they've already set up in the story, one-on-one Thunder Rosa can beat Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. Britt can't do it without help, which we saw tonight. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if there's going to some sort of stipulation in play for the match in San Antonio between Britt and Thunder Rosa. Whether it's a cage match, they're barred from ringside. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's going to be a one-on-one thing, and Thunder Rosa will get the win in her hometown. Yeah, it'll be it'll be electric. They did debut a new women's title tonight. Oh, that was that looked great. Saw some speculation in our chat that uh, now it's bigger than the TBS title. <laughs> Maybe they wanted their main women's title to be physically larger, but it looked great. It looked it did, like a it did look really good. It looked really good. Yeah, it, it looked, looked, it really looked good. terrific. It looked I, really I don't know. Good. I'll be honest, with you, the size isn't really. To me, I'm like, eh, does the size matter? It doesn't have a giant cable uh, network logo on it. I think that sort of is the thing that, you know, makes it a bit goofier. Um, but anyways, we can just go ahead and sure, dive sure. into this. Uh, Brian kicked off with Layla Hirsch versus Chris Statlander. Of course, they've been uh, building up to this match for at least a couple months. Yeah, well, they've been know. They've yeah. been teasing. Uh, even, you know, before the actual split, they were teasing that split between Layla Hirsch and Statlander for a good while. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you mentioned, a wrench was involved at, at towards the end. Uh, fun match though. Uh, early on, Hirsch is attacking Statlander's arm. Uh, Statlander though uh, hits a blue thunder bomb, gets a two uh, down the stretch. Statlander catches some double knees from Hirsch, puts Hirsch on the top rope. Uh, Layla hits her off the top, uh, and then uh, Chris gets uh, Hirsch in electric chair position, climbs the second rope, hits like a face buster, follows Mishinoku driver, gets two, uh, and then uh, Hirsch decks Statlander with the wrench that she gets from under the ring, mm-hmm. follows with the moonsault to get the win. Mm-hmm. She leaves. Red Velvet comes down uh, to check on Statlander. So I imagine we're going to see, after Hirsch loses the Thunder Rosa this Wednesday at Dynamite, we'll probably do a Layla Hirsch Red Velvet program. Yeah, I think that would probably that would probably make the most sense. Um, after that, we had what we thought was going to be 
uh, Kenny Omega interview and his music played. And I was thinking, like, what, Kenny's going to show up in the buy-in? This is weird. His return's going to be, like, a big, big deal. Yeah. And sure enough, it was not Kenny Omega. It was Don Callis. Um, he, he didn't really say a whole lot, to be honest with you. He was like uh, – he said, I was uh, – what is this? He said, uh, it's going to be a great night for the elite – he said he was expecting the Bucks to win the tag titles. He said if Kenny were here tonight, he'd be winning the world title in the main event, but he's not. He says, I'm very confident that Adam Cole is going to win the title. He says, I think Cole will be a, a fantastic transitional champ right up until Omega walks through those doors and takes his place as new AEW champion. I find it highly doubtful that Kenny Omega is going to align with uh, Don Callis when he comes back is yep. going to be a huge baby face again. Yep, he is going to be a massive baby face. Speaking mm-hmm. of massive baby faces, Hook was in action next against QT Marshall. Uh, QT had a promo in advance. He says, is there anything that I've learned in this business? If you want something done, you got to do it yourself. He says, as much mm-hmm. as I don't want to have to to fight one of my uh, top pupils, I have to show him what being cold-hearted is all about. And then uh, Hook pretty much dis- destroyed QT Marshall. Uh, yeah, he, he wrecked him. He yeah. wrecked him. Hits, uh, uh, hits him with a T-bone suplex. Uh, QT, shortly thereafter, calls for a diamond cutter. Doesn't matter. Hook evades, locks him in, uh, on Red Rum to get the win. Um. Oh, it might have been. Was was it a? Was it in fact a, a ring buckle that? Uh, okay, that's what I thought it was, was at first. It? Okay. Yeah. My, okay. my 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 pick my uh window here for watching was pretty small, so I wasn't sure if I just mistook it. For I just a, saw a shiny uh, a rent, mechanical but I object. Thought, I thought I thought it was actually a turnbuckle myself. So. Well, there you go. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, after that, we had House of Black versus uh, Death Triangle. 
and uh, yeah, this sort of this was a really fun match. You know, we had a lot of good Haas action here between Redbeard and uh, and Brody King. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, got to see everybody do their shit. Malachi uh, got to mist uh, Redbeard, uh, and then Buddy hit him with a knee, uh, and then Brody filed followed his pile driver. So they brought the big man in to basically eat the pin. But he had a, he had a lot of good stuff in this match. So I hope they, I hope they keep him around for. Uh, for death rhombus or whatever it's yeah, going to be. Yeah, death square, death rectangle. Death square. Death yeah, trapezoid. Any of those. It's all works. Any yeah. sort of quad, quadrilateral. You got like two smaller guys and one big dude. So it's, that's like, I guess, like a, and then like. Like a trapezoid? Yeah. Yeah. You got one big guy. You got one small guy in Phoenix and you got two. Well, Pac's sort of shorter too. Yeah, but he's stout. He's wide. But we're talking about length when it comes. Anyways, next up we had Chris Jericho so it versus be a Eddie trapezoid. Kingston. It'd just be some sort of four-sided shape. No idea. I haven't taken geometry philosophy in a long time. Philosophy, yes. <laughs> next up we got Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston. Hey man, you know what? I'm glad I was wrong about this. Eddie Kingston. I, it doesn't advance his character at all, but. Eddie Kingston won the big one. He did, and uh, and I thought it was great. I thought it was awesome. You know, I'll I'll be honest. My main my main thing about this though is that the build was so shitty. Like it was there was one solid promo segment, and then that was kind of it. Like the main we didn't even get to see Santana Ortiz tonight. Hold up, there hmm. was two solid promo segments. One with Jericho and Eddie, and the other one from Rampage this week where Eddie was going to get that Reese's peanut butter pie. Okay, if the feud was Eddie Kingston versus Pie, you'd be absolutely correct, and I'm sure Eddie Kingston totally squashed that. The pie, pie isn't just a pie, though. That go, that feeds into, like, especially hey, with, hey, you said feeds yes. into. There you go. What what was Brian Danielson getting on Eddie about? You don't put in the work. Yeah, you know, right. you go. Right. You you'd rather go to catering than go to the gym. Essentially, right. that's what he was saying. Right. So this is part of that. That that was like Eddie saying, "Oh, let's go get that pie," but then what happens? Pie doesn't matter. Maybe he did go to the gym instead of eating that pie. He got the win. I think the idea is he still had the pie. This Probably. is literally having his cake and eating it too. Yeah, man. Eddie. Eddie's so turned Eddie's, the corner after twenty, uh, like almost twenty years in the business. Uh, yeah, so he can finally eat that pie and, and still <laughs> beat get the Chris win. Jericho. It was great and beat and be, beat a newly super in shape Chris Jericho. Um, this was a fantastic it match. Really These good. guys beat the shit out of each other, dropped each other on their heads. Um, yeah, Chris but- Jericho, to his credit, does put quite a few people over, and it is awesome that that in this case, I thought the feud mainly was between Jericho and the other two guys, but uh, but yeah, they did this. Eddie Kingston ended up getting the the clean win over Chris Jericho with two of his, two of his backhand, two of his back fists. Um, he walks on some submission I haven't seen him use before. Mm-hmm, it was yeah. like a dragon sleeper, but with the other arm, he was like cranking it, <laughs> like it you was a carjack. Here in chat says the moral is pie better than Jim. <laughs> that is, he had to double down on the pie. He yeah. was like the, he was like I'm not getting enough pie. That's the issue. Here. Maybe that's what it was. Uh, yeah, it could be. But yeah, Jericho was was kind of reverting back to his heel tendencies. He even had a a, a, a call back to his beef with Aubrey Edwards. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. that goes yeah. back to the very beginnings of AEW. Um, yeah. But yeah, there was a stretch here where Jericho was just wrecking Eddie, dropping him mm-hmm. on his head. There was all sorts of German suplexes, sightings. Oh my god! Yeah, throughout this bout. Yeah. But yeah, in the end, uh, Eddie uh, ducks a, a Judas effect to back fist that submission. Jericho taps. So then afterwards, Eddie's like strutting over to Jericho, like yeah. "Come here, shake my hand." He even yeah. tells him to like, stop playing his music. And Jericho gets up. He's about to shake it. He can't bring himself to do it, and he leaves. 
Can't do it. Can't do it. So this is, uh, I like this, you know, given it, it, it accomplishes two things seemingly. Chris Jericho has been, like you said, exhibiting uh, heel tendencies anyways, give, you know, going back a couple weeks to uh, his uh, his uh, middle manager type guy, yeah. you know, saying we have a mandatory meeting coming up mm-hmm. and then the condescension or the, the condescending nature that he's dealing with Eddie Kingston. So now, now on Dynamite, probably Santana Ortiz will go up to him. And it's like, hey, you gave your word that if Eddie mm-hmm. beat you, you'd shake his hand. Yeah. What's that about? Yeah. And he'll try to talk his way out of it. They won't believe it. Yeah. Dissension. You know what they should do? They should do a little bit where uh, Jericho's like, hey, come over here and you can shake my hand. Come to my house. And then Kingston rolls up and he's like, oh, where is he? And then his head pops up in the uh, he's inside, but there's a window and he's like, come over here. I'm pooping. And then Kingston walks up and he's like, oh, I'm trying to but get us. There's, to there's get Reese's peanut butter pie there on the ground instead of Big Red. That's what you're going at, aren't you? <laughs> well, I thought it was going to be a handshake. You like stick his hand out. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. If you guys want to see what we're talking about, just head over to the new Friendo Club TV channel. There's a great little skit video we did for the handoff of Big Red. So, yeah, Jericho, no uh, shaking of the Eddie Kingston hand. Nope. Next up, we had Young Bucks versus Redragon. Two Dragon again versus Jurassic Express. Again, really fun match. Featured a uh, a very loose, a very tenuous alliance. Well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I think we, we, we all saw where the story was going. These two teams, Young Bucks and Redragon, were worked together mm-hmm. to a degree until one of them tries to go for a win. That's going to piss off the other team. They will fight. Whatever yeah. the situation happens where it's like, okay, we're aligned in this match, but they both want to win, does no team ever discuss this? Because it seems like that's the case. Like, if you're in a situation to win and the other team breaks it up, what the hell do you expect? Unless some so, agreement is made in advance about how that's going to be handled. Because you assume all the teams in the match want to win the belts. So what you're saying is, okay, so we have an agreement. Let's take it. You and me, we have an agreement. Let's take out the enforcer. Get them out of the match. And then, uh, but at no point before then do we go for the win. But... What does happen if you find yourself, through no fault of my own, out of the match, I have a chance to win. It's like, what am I supposed to do? Just not pin the guy? Exactly. I feel like, you know, as in as in most instances in wrestling, nobody seems to communicate. That seems like every case. once in a while with like backstage segments, but then something happens on uh, on Raw, and then like on the next episode of Raw, it's like they haven't talked the entire week. I know, I know. Yeah, that's what a wrestling weird, trope. I know, strange. It's a weird wrestling trope, man. It really is. It really is. So, because that's 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 something I would like to see happen. Where they're backstage and they're like, okay, if this happens, then we'll do this. This happens, we'll do that. As you said, let's do everything in our power to take out Jurassic Express, and then it's just you versus us, and then may the best man win. You know? Yeah, yeah, that could be. I don't know, man. But it's like it's, it's, it's if it's a situation where hey, we're all on the same team, Adam Cole team, or yeah. or a, a Master Chief team. Tonight, ten one one seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then a win for one is a win for all. Yeah. As long yeah. as the gold gold comes home with us, it's all good. No, then right. we could deal with it. If we do one on one, we could do that afterwards. Your chance. Nobody talks. Nobody talks about anything. Got to sort this stuff out beforehand. A lot of chair shots to the head. Anyways, you know they don't think about this stuff. I mean, I don't know, man. If, if I'm a wrestler, I want somebody just sitting there saying, okay, what if this happens, this happens, this happens? Like, let's just go out there. Okay, we'll figure it out. Maybe. You just want to call it all in the ring, including whatever sort of, uh, of, uh, of uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. plan you might have. So uh, 
as we mentioned, this played out pretty much how we thought it was. Would Redragon Young Bucks working together so long as one of the other teams didn't go for the pin? Mm-hmm. Jungle Boy is isolated for a long time. To oh start my the god, match. he got his ass whooped. He was isolated for a while. Eventually, he gets the hot tag to Luchasaurus. But again, like Kyle O'Reilly would go for a pin, Matt Jackson would pull him off. They jawed each other because they were mad. Vice versa. That happened mm-hmm. a number of times. Uh, eventually, though, Matt tries to bring the belt into the ring. Instead, mm-hmm. Kyle O'Reilly snatches it from him, clobbers Jungle Boy with it. Jungle Boy kicks out. Yeah. So then Redragon. Yeah. God, that was a hell of a kick out right yeah, there. Yeah, it was. Gee. And then uh, right after that, Redragon hit total elimination. Their finish, mm-hmm. Luchasaurus breaks up that pin. So mm-hmm. the, uh, the Young Bucks are in there. They're laying out everybody. They hit a BTE trigger on Jungle Boy. And then Kyle O'Reilly breaks up that pin. Mm-hmm. So yep. Matt starts getting on him, giving him a bunch of shit. He eventually throws him out of the ring. Match breaks down. Jurassic Express eventually hit their finish to get the win. Which is probably, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Jurassic Express. Well, that finish is great. That finish is like a top three tag team finish really right good. now in pro wrestling. It's really it good. so good. It's, it's so really good. good. Yeah. Well, after I that. Think, I think probably the only better finish in tag team wrestling is La Impressa's finish. Which is? Uh, oh, fucking, I don't know. The, the moonsault <laughs> onto nothing. Yeah, the, yeah, you're right. The moonsault onto nothing. Moonsault onto nothing. What else nothing. would it be? Uh, uh, after that, we had the face of the Revolution ladder match. Um, of course, as we expected, Wardlow won this, but he had a star. This was a star-making night for Wardlow. It really was, and it proved that that that, that people love love Wardlow. They are doing a masterful job building this dude up. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a great spot it opened up with uh, the three big beefy dudes: Wardlow, Keith Lee, and of course uh, uh, Hobbs, all in the ring together. And they're all getting, everybody's getting hyped up, crowds all into it because, oh, we're going to see these big dudes just start killing each other. No, that didn't come till really the end of the match uh, because Orange Cassidy gets in immediately, starts doing his stupid shit where he starts, like, you know, doing their little kicks and stuff like that. Stuff, yeah. There was a great spot with Orange Cassidy, though. So he's got the ladder over his head and swinging it around. Uh, Mm -hmm. Eventually, uh, Keith Lee grabs it, I believe. Wardlow's on the other side. And so they lift it up, and he's still holding on to it. And and Cassidy kind of flings himself up to stand on like the a ladder and gets on the yeah, ladder. Yeah, and he's trying to reach for the the ring. Uh, they kind of shake the ladder. He crotches himself over one of the rungs. Mm-hmm. Just clever. There's a good clever spot. Oh, I enjoyed it, that. There there is a lot of really clever shit in this. I really appreciate in that bit that you're talking about when you said Orange Cassidy had the ladder on his head and he was swinging around hitting everybody. There's this great spot where Ricky Starks moves when it starts. Moves pushes Hobbs out oh, of the yeah, way. Yeah. And absorbs the ladder shot himself. For some reason, Hobbs decides to just start walking towards the yeah, ladder again, like he's some broken AI, um, and eats it. I don't know. Some a lot of funny stuff like that. Eventually, uh, uh, the the three smaller guys are taken out, and so Hobbs, Wardlow, and Keith Lee all start making their way up the ramp. There's a ladder up there, and uh, uh, they sort of take Keith Lee out of the equation for a second, and Hobbs and uh, Wardlow grab the ladder on either side and they tear it apart they yank it in half so they both have a piece of ladder so Hobbs is like Wardlow go up that way and we'll both take all these guys out with this hunk of ladder so of course Wardlow a little too trusting goes first Hobbs takes him out from behind and then you get a bunch of stuff with uh with those three big men uh, Hobbs and uh Keith Lee end up brawling near the commentator table and they had sort of shoved Wardlow out of the way. Wardlow comes back around, and he just pounces both of mm-hmm. them 
off the stage through a couple of tables that are set up there, which led him to go back to the ring eventually and uh, and and take everybody else out. He gave Christian, I believe, uh, a power bomb. Yeah, and uh, and then oh, and then he climbs up. He goes up because Ricky Starks is climbing. He goes up there. He does a fucking. Uh, he does a flat-footed jump, like a box jump. Oh my god, that ladder, was nuts. that bridge between the ladder that Starks is climbing on and then the ropes. Yeah, and then nuts. he grabs Starks and he power bombs him onto the ladder that's bridging right there. Yeah. And then he climbs up and he grabs the, uh, yeah, the, the, the brass ring. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Awesome, awesome performance from Wardlow. Yep. People were so into him, and of course, he got one of the biggest pops later on as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we had Tony Schiavone on the stage holding a contract and just waving it around so everybody could see it had Swerve's name on it. <laughs> it was like the biggest font, just a Swerve. Yeah. So he finally, someone must have told him in his earpiece, hey, we can see the name of the contract. Stop putting that in front of the camera. And so he hides it behind his back. He introduces yeah. Swerve. He signs his contract. He says, the reel is back. I, he says, I can go on and on about all the dream matches I'm going to have, all the titles I'm going to eventually take. My question for you all, and area of the crowd is already chanting, Swerve's house, Swerve's house, Swerve's house. And he says, whose house? Swerve's house. Swerve's house. That's right. It's great. So, Happy to see yeah, it's him. Yeah, it's always great to see somebody show up and the crowd already knows about them and they already know what to and say. And they're excited. Kind of shit. Yeah, it's awesome. Probably feels good. Uh, after that, we had uh, Ty Conti versus Jade Cargill, of course. We all figured we know how this went, and sure enough, it did. But still, it was, it was a pretty fun match. There was there was a lot of good stuff to like here. They always book Ty Conti pretty strong, um, and uh, and I like I like the, the the finishing bit here. I mean, I don't know if there's any of the bits that you wanted to go through here, but uh, you know, it took sort of Ty getting uh, she hits Jade with a pile driver towards the finish, gets a two. Uh, Ty goes up top. Jade pushes her, and Ty ends up hitting her head into the ring post. And then Jade is able to grab her right off the ring post into the position for the Jaded, yeah. and hits that for the win. But yeah. I thought this was a decent match. Yeah, they like there was that spot where where uh, Jade rolls up Ty and Ty kicks out, and when she kicks out, she sends Jade towards Jade towards the rope, and Aunt Jay's there with the chair and hits her with it. You know, yeah, yeah, they tried yeah, to put yeah. in some enough sequences. We're like, all right, well maybe Ty has a chance, even though we mm-hmm. knew Jade was going to win. You know. Yeah, there was that great pump kick to uh, Anna Jay. She got wrecked up against the table yeah that looked like it sucked it did like it sucked yeah. uh, after that we had mjf versus cm punk in the uh the dog collar match mm-hmm. uh punk calling back to his ring of honor days he had his afi oh, yeah. theme yeah the basketball yep. shorts sweat yep. jacket yep it was i mean minus all he was missing was was the long hair the long hair yeah yeah old old school punk it was pretty great this match was pretty spectacular it was bloody it was violent 
It was long. It was long. Punk was working yeah. over MJF's hand, so he couldn't hit a couple moves. Punk got his knee worked over after uh, uh, inadvertently kneeing the ring steps after wrapping his knee with the chain. So a couple times he's going for a, a GTS, can't hit it. Eventually, though, Punk does go up top. He's looking for a Pepsi plunge. MJF fights out, crotches Punk over the top turnbuckle. Uh, earlier in the match, MJF had poured a bunch of thumbtacks out in the middle of the ring, and they were jockeying for position to put the person uh, onto the thumbtacks. MJF superplexes Punk onto the thumbtacks. It gets him a two count. So at that point, MJF calls for Wardlow. Come out, Wardlow. So Wardlow, he's already showered from the Face the Revolution match. He's got a nice suit on. Mm-hmm. He's got a button-up shirt, top oh. two buttons undone. He's Casual, damn, damn relaxed. near doing the Vince strut, dude. Oh. He was strutting down that but ramp. casual and relaxed. So he comes yeah. down, uh, and uh, and MJS says, give me the ring. So just the most casual way. You have Wardlow. And he basically does this. Shrugs. There it is. There it is. So yeah. MJF turns around right into a GTS from Punk, and he lands right in the thumbtacks. Oh yeah. So then Punk looks over at Wardlow because it's still Wardlow there, and Punk is and he's sort of spent too. And he looks over and like you said, he's still Wardlow. Yeah. And so Wardlow lock eye, locks eyes with him, kind of smirks a little bit, does this. Mm-hmm. Oh, pulls out the diamond ring. Yeah. And just places it on the apron and leaves. Yeah. And yeah. so Punk kind of smiles. He takes the big ring. old smile on his face. He puts it on, looks at it. He pulls up MJF, gives him the the, the finger. Yeah. MJF spits on him. Spits on him and then Punk spits on his face and then Punk just beats. And that was one little, it was a sloppy little bit bit of camera work there, but I thought it sort of worked in the violence of the moment because, like, he sort of, like, it's sort of a little tighter on Punk than it should have been. They should have gone wide with it, but he just lays it like that. And it's like, so you don't actually see the action of the punch, like, to the face. But I thought it kind of worked because you're just on Punk and it's sort of like this violent movement. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought the camera work was pretty good. One thing that we forgot to mention about the uh, Ty Conti Jade Cargill, it's funny because Ty comes out, she's got this really great entrance gear, right? She looked like a million bucks. They cut to this guitarist who's like strumming the solo for Jade Cargill's theme. And uh, and then Jade comes out and she's in full Mortal Kombat. I don't know who the character Jade. is. Jade. Jade's name. Oh of the yeah, character. yeah. That, that makes total sense. Yeah. Oh man, that was awesome. Was amazing. Amazing. Jr. was like, um, man. Uh, he said she, she looks, looks like, like a superhero. She looks like a superhero. Next caliber was like, yeah, or a Mortal Kombat character. Yeah. You know? uh, after that, we have Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker. Uh, early on, Britt's uh, uh, in control. Eventually, though, Thunder Rosa makes a comeback. But it was, also, it was always a thing where Thunder Rosa would make a comeback. Rebel will get on the apron, distract the ref, and allow Britt to turn the tables. Mm-hmm. It would just happened over and over and over again. Uh, down the stretch, Thunder Rosa hits a tombstone, so Rebel gets on the apron to distract the ref. So Thunder Rosa goes over there, punches her. Britt rolls her up. Uh, Thunder Rosa kicks out. She rolls up Britt. Britt kicks out. Britt hits the super kick. Rebel's up again to distract the ref. Mm-hmm. So Britt's calling Jamie over to toss the belt in. She does. Britt uh, hits a stomp on Thunder Rosa on the belt. Thunder Rosa kicks out. So Britt's looking for Lockjaw. Rosa, uh, Thunder Rosa escapes that into a Lockjaw of her own and starts just clobbering Britt in the head. So mm-hmm. Britt rolls her up, gets a two, and then Thunder Rosa locks on a straight jacket hold. Well, Rebel gets on the apron again. Britt's tapping while the referee is distracted with Rebel. So Thunder Rosa releases the hold, does the, the spear through the ropes off the apron on Rebel. 
That was full, dude. That was like a Darby thing too. That was like full, full speed. on, I know. full speed, yeah, full speed. And so Jamie Hader comes over to try to get involved. Thunder Rosa lays her out with a clothesline. She gets back in the ring. Brits hits her with a stop right away to get the win. Yeah, yeah. And then like soon after that, it was announced. Oh, by the way, she's yeah. going to be winning in San Antonio. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they made a point uh, of saying that the winner of the Layla Hirsch Thunder Rosa match will face Britt Baker in Thunder Rosa's hometown of Britt San Antonio. <laughs> yeah. Hugh Long Heavy here in chat says, according to Wikipedia, anyways, Punk versus MJF was the same length as the Adams fight 25 minutes and 45 seconds. Okay. They were both very long matches. They were both long matches. Uh, after that, we had Brian Danielson versus John Moxley. They wanted blood, they got blood. Yes. This was, uh, again, you know, obviously a very physical match. Uh, John Moxley got to do some Moxley stomps in this. I thought that was pretty cool. That was cool. Um, yeah. What uh, what stood out to you in this So the, the, the blood happened. They were both on the floor. There was like a hockey fight on the floor, and they both hit each other with huge forearms. They both collapsed. They both come back up. Mox is just pouring buckets. That happened like like in an instant. Yeah, yeah. he's bleeding all the way down to like his, 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 his collarbone. Uh, Danielson gets up and he's got a little bit of blood in his forehead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just yeah. a little bit. Uh, so uh, towards the finish, Danielson hits some stomps. Let me go back a little bit, actually. So uh, Danielson is looking for some stomps. Mox blocks that. So they both kind of have like heel hooks. No, no, sorry. They got double wrist control on each other and they're just booting each other back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So eventually Mox hits Danielson with some Danielson stomps. Sinks in a bulldog choke. Danielson rolls up Mox. Mox kicks out. Uh, Danielson hits a capture suplex plus a D plus. That gets him a two. So Danielson hits some Danielson stomps. Locks on the triangle. He's already flexing on Mox. He thinks that's it. Bad move, yeah. And he sees Mox is still kind of stirring a bit. So he starts dropping some elbows. Mox fades a little bit, but he grabs uh, Danielson by the beard. So Brian hits some more elbows. Mm-hmm. Locks the triangle in deeper, and he starts hitting shots like flush. He like puts his fist up to his eye, and then winds back. Bang! Yeah, does like it again. Flush bang. on his nose. Yeah, yeah. And then Mox, you know, does like a jackknife cover to roll him up. Danielson doesn't release the hold. Mox gets the win. So as soon as the bell rings, Danielson is right in the ref's face, and then they start fighting each other. Mm-hmm. And there's no music. No yeah. pageantry. He doesn't even come down the ramp. He's coming down the side of the ramp like he hopped the rail or something. Exactly. Regal comes to the ring. And he gets between Mox and Brian. And so Mox is about to charge Brian again. Regal holds him back and then punches him. Gets, mm-hmm. him, gets him right in his face. So Mox's blood is smearing all on his forehead. Mm-hmm. And he turns to Danielson, who at this point is smiling and laughing. He's smug as shit right now. He yeah. wants a hug because that's his mentor, you know. Yeah. yeah. So Regal goes up to him and just slaps him. Yeah, he and thinks he's the favorite kid right now. I know. But Danielson, after that, at first he's like, he's stung by it, but then he smiles. Yeah. So the Regal's like, essentially, get in here, shake hands. Mm-hmm. Get in here, shake hands. Yeah. And they're hesitant, but eventually they do. Yeah. Is this an actual Cole White Brownie here in chat? Because they're doing the media scrum right now. He says, CM Punk says, I'm happy that Ring of Honor footage is in good hands instead of on a shitty app on a tab that doesn't work. Is that an actual quote, or are you just saying that? That'd be hilarious if he actually said that. Yeah, this is from Sean Rossap. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, so we're we're get we're here to the AHFO versus Sting Darby Allen the Sammy Guevara match. Uh, Sean uh, has a quote here from Sting. Sting tells me he didn't realistically expect to do the kind of things he did tonight when he signed with AEW. <sighs> 
man, I don't think anybody expected that. No. This match was fucking nuts. It was a, so it was a, it's a tornado tag, so it's kind of like anything goes. You just have to pin in the middle of the ring. Yeah. But like there was garbage cans, there was uh, uh, tables, chairs, and and there was Sting going off the uh, what was it called? The vomit. Uh, I know vomitorium. Vomitorium. vomitorium, which is the overhang for like an entrance. And uh, he went off that through like a set of double tables, like well, there's like two tables on top of two tables onto Andrade. It was the most fucking insane thing I ever expected or I never expected to see out of Sting. It was absolutely crazy. This match was all over the place. What What else you got? Nothing. Nothing. Sorry. Oh, okay. You made a face. Went. I thought I had something, but ah, disregard. It was fiction. Um, but yeah, I mean, as we expected, uh, Sting, Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara won this. Of course, Darby wanted nothing to do with Sammy Guevara at the entrance they had. Uh, oh, okay. Great, something. Uh, it is. Yeah, uh, Regal got the graphic. William Regal is all elite. Okay, there you go. Then that's awesome. That's absolutely great. I love it. Um, man, yeah. So that that was the, the butcher and the blade got involved here. They're the ones who stacked up the tables in the mm-hmm. crowd. In mm-hmm. the crowd, pretty there. much the whole, whole rest of the uh, Andrade family. Sorry, Andrade Hardy family office got involved. Mm-hmm. During yeah. The course of this yeah. They had a a sick little uh, Darby Allen student video, a student uh, oh. film. Entrance. Yeah. There's something we got to mention. Yeah, somehow like a SUV goes flying into an RV. I don't know how they managed to do that. It was like a funeral service for uh for our Andrade Hardy family office guy. I can't. Say but that. then they're like 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 they use the SUV as a projectile weapon. Like it was literally shot out of something. Yeah, and then Sting had a flamethrower. Yeah, these are all things that happened. And that little thing. We also saw <laughs> yeah. a span a Sammy. Do a Spanish oh, fly. Oh shit! That's right. On Isaiah Castley. So tonight. Oh. They had like a couple, I don't know how you describe it other than pillars. They're like, like walls kind of that were mm. bordering the entrance ramp from the stage going down to the ramp. And so at one point, a couple tables got set up by Mark Quinn. Uh, Cassidy was probably doing like a swanton or something off that. Sammy was on the table. Sammy fights off, climbs up to that pillar thing, and then hits a Spanish fly off that through the two tables, mm-hmm. which was insanity. Oh my, it, dude, it looked. But yeah, because the tables, they didn't break. They just sort of like it kind of broke one of them, but like it just sort of like slipped out from under them. I mean, it 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 broke their fall to a degree as much as it could. Yeah. But this wasn't like they go straight through and the table breaks. It sort of like slipped off to the side. Yeah. yeah. It looked gnarly. Yeah, I, it, sucked. I, it sucked. I don't know. I'm not. I. <sighs> then after that, Sting did the bit where he jumped off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the finish saw Darby brawling with Matt Hardy back to the ring. Uh, Hardy gets a chair, takes it to Darby, mm-hmm. uh, puts his head his head through the the hole in the backrest, looking for a twist of fate. Darby escapes that, hits a scorpion death drop onto the chair, goes up top for a coffin drop. Yeah, sure, he just barely grazed Matt Hardy because for some reason Matt Hardy kind of turned his shoulder away. Well, uh, it's all it's all in Darby's head. All the kinetic energy go. goes to his head, and I guess so. Yeah, and so Darby gets the win. Works for me. Um, and then we had our main event. Uh, well, there I, was some, yeah, there was some brawling on the end. Wasn't there some brawling? Oh, no, that was it. Um, I yeah, felt bad for these two guys because they're, they're out there beating the hell out of each other. Yeah. The crowd was spit. And that's the only downside to having such a long show is that by the time we get to the main event, and this was a really good match. It was really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. The crowd yeah. was absolutely spent. Yeah. Um, I, what, I, I, I kinda, I'm curious to see where this goes from here. I kind of question the decision to go with Adam Cole is still one of the most popular wrestlers in AEW. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't know you go with the guy who is very popular, Hangman Page, against another guy who's incredibly popular, regardless if he's look, Adam Adam Cole is uh is makes for a great heel. But people love him. And that's kind of, you know, I wonder if some of this, like the crowd was chanting, you know, the Adam this, Adam that, because they're both Adams. Um, and I I saw Chad, I didn't know this, I didn't hear this myself. But it wouldn't surprise me if it was true that when uh, Hangman started really laying in a coal towards the finish, when he wrapped his hand up, the crowd was booing. And that's the nature of this feud sort of going into it. Like they did a decent job towards the end, building some heat. There was some good promo stuff when the, you know, they beat him down. Thought it was a little too soon for Adam Cole to be in this spot right now against this guy, I guess. Um, and I don't know. And yeah, it was a long card. And maybe the crowd was just spent, but also it wasn't the kind of thing like it was Punk versus MJF where people wanted to see Punk beat the shit out of MJF. Yeah. And they like they like MJF, too, because he's so good at what he does. But yeah. at the end of the day, they wanted to see him get his ass whooped. You know, I'm guessing. I'm guessing this is Tony Khan's effort to build up Hangman's reign as champion. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he had the time to draw with Danison. Fantastic match. He beat him in another fantastic match. He had that brutal bout with Archer. Um, so I would not be surprised over the next uh, six months. We get Hangman beating a lot of the top names in AEW until he faces off with MJF. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're probably right. At which point MJF will probably beat him mm-hmm. yeah. to win the title. Yeah. Um, I think this is all about solidifying Hangman Page as a true main eventer mm-hmm. and then building up his title reign so it stacks up with Moxes and Omegas. I mean, I think, I think you're right. About. No, I, th- I think you're right about that. I think that is the philosophy that they're that they're going with right now. I just wonder if they could have gone with a different but I don't know main who. event level guy. I don't know who. I don't know. Like, has he fought Jericho? Who did he? Who did he fight to get the belt? Who? Page? Yeah. Kenny? Yeah, I was just right. It was Kenny? Yeah, he fought Jericho mm-hmm. at, at the the first double or nothing and lost. That was the fir- yeah, that was the first one and he lost. Yeah, that'd have been perfect because Jericho's like in great shape right now. Maybe that's what they're sent up down the line. Maybe for double or that nothing. That could be. That could be. Yeah, that'd be th- what three years later. I mean, yeah, it would have it would have required them like you know shuffling around the card. But that's sort of my point is that this is like you're t- you start here, and then you go down the line. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Again, like it was a long card, and yeah. Uh, and yeah, they they were busting their asses. And I'm not sure if anybody could have if you would have put MJF versus Punk as the main event. Oh, I don't know. That finished to the MJF Punk. That was, that, also, was that was a go home happy. Th- that was the most emotionally charged feud going into the show. Mm-hmm, absolutely, yeah. And while they did I mean, what they could the, the last three weeks that... of this one, it wasn't didn't have the emotion that MJF and Punk did. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, no, I think I think you're absolutely right about Adam Cole. I mean, I don't know how long you wait and you know to do this. It is about establishing Hangman Page. I get all that. I you just know, wonder. One thing Tony Khan has consistently done is when he has a plan. Regardless who he brings in, regardless how popular they are, seemingly, if he has a plan, he sticks to that plan. Yeah, that's true. And if the plan is for Hangman to carry that belt till double or nothing, all out, full gear, whatever it is, seemingly he's sticking to it. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. You can just not do Adam Cole right now. Adam Cole will Um, be fine. Adam Cole will be fine. I know. Uh, But anyways, uh, no, I thought this was a really terrific match. Um, Again, um, 
Yeah, that's right. T Max has the uh, the the heel tactic of him tying the rope with his belt and using Cole's finish. Because at one point, Hangman brought down his because uh, Cole hit, it was great because Cole hits his finish on Hangman. Hangman kicks out, but he didn't lower the, knee the boom on him. But he didn't lower the knee, and I love that Excalibur brought that up. He's like, he didn't lower the knee pad, and uh, and Hangman was able to kick out of that, and then Hangman fu- like just furiously tries like three more times to get it and hangman either like the last one he just like sort of dropped down he sort of collapsed down to the ground and uh and cole misses uh and the other two he was like intercepted there was that awesome page moonsault where cole just and it's that it's that kind of shit that makes the crowd just love adam cole when you get a super kick like that on a guy doing a moonsault which we've seen before with adam cole and it's beautiful every single time and he gets the timing like he's impeccable yeah, it's good. There's some overbooking stuff here with uh, Redragon running down a ringside, trying to distract Paige, would allowed Cole to get a super kick and then a Panama Sunrise um, off the apron. Uh, and then Dark Order comes down. They run off uh, uh, Redragon. No sign of the Young Bucks. They didn't come down or anything. No, no. no. Uh, we had um, we had a uh, the Dead Eye through the table. Yeah, yeah. From Redragon Paige to, they, to Cole. They, they brawled up to the stage or up backstage with Dark Order. They brought the timekeeper's table closer to the ring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the end, though, as you mentioned, Paige uh, ties Cole to the top rope with his belt, hits a bunch of super kicks. He runs, I assume, to hit a lariat. Cole hits him with a super kick, allows him to free himself. And then Paige, yeah, hits the super kick, lowers the knee pad, hits the boom, follows with the buckshot lariat to get the win. And that was the second buckshot, too. Mm-hmm. He hit one first, and Cole did the full flip sell. And this one, he just sort of yeah. took it like a base hit. You know? Yeah, yeah. That was good stuff. Yep. Uh, afterwards, it was kind of interesting. Uh, Paige, uh, Cole's completely out. Paige kneels down, picks up his hand, and he shakes it. And then uh, he leaves, and that's it. No, like, sort of post-match uh, uh, debut or, or yep. surprise or no anything No one like else that. coming out the challenge. Paige, nothing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, if anybody here in chat has any questions, feel free to load some up. We'll answer a few. Diehard Homer here says, to answer your earlier question, Larson, wrestling in a movie theater is a blast. Oh, that's cool. That's packed cool. theater and the crowd chanting as if they were there. That sounds like a lot of fun. I know they're doing that with AEW these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff uh, wasn't Jeffrey was there. Jeffrey was wasn't? was at a theater too. Yeah, was that one? Uh, was, yeah. Miku says, "Would it be surprise if Paige slowly turns heel now after he shoved on the Dark Order members?" See, I gathered that because he was like selling something, and Alex Reynolds comes mm-hmm. up to him, and I think Paige didn't know who it was. It turns around and pushed. Mm-hmm. I think that's. All I'd it was. be. They didn't make I'd a be pretty surprised. I'd be pretty surprised if he turned heel. Yeah. Um, Hugh along have yes. <laughs> Got to bring this up really. So who looked more like a dork? Abrahantes dressed like a smelly dungeon master or Adam Cole's in the Halo entrance gear. So it was great. So Hangman had some some uh, uh like rainbow fringe on his costumes, which we were speculating has to do with that new horrible bill they just signed in Florida. Um and uh Adam Cole comes out with uh like Parts of uh, a Master Chief gear, like the Halo Spartan gear, uh, from the, the the video game. Yeah, it just it just looked dorky as fuck. <laughs> There'd be comments, and you know, we're gonna people who leave comments. Oh, Halo's great. He looked awesome. He's Chugs. I love Chugs. Chugs I is love great. Chugs. Chugs is great. Dorky as fuck. Uh, Big Easy, nineteen ninety nine, with sub asked, "Does AEW need to scale back the scope of their shows, takeover style, four to six matches? They do risk burning out the crowd. They do. Yeah, this isn't the first time. No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's um, it's, it's, it's a good problem to have 
with having such a loaded roster, you know? So you can put on, like, these cards that are top to bottom just absolutely stacked, but 12 matches is a lot. We went into this when the, the, on that rampage when they announced another one. It was like, oh, okay, another one, really? For, like, the buy-in. It, it, it's it's too much. It's probably too much. It, it's probably Max too much. Max it at nine. Nine's a good number. I think that's probably, especially when, like, two of them are almost a half hour long. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it it is a lot. A lot happened, and that crowd. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, look, let's say, let's say Tony Khan's booking for or, or placement philosophy was such that whatever the most emotional match was of the night, the most high profile match, you put that on last. Mm-hmm. Do you think the crowd would have responded the way they did to CM Punk versus MJF at the end of what we saw tonight, if it was at the very end of the night in the main event? It's hard to tell when they had to sit through four hours of admittedly really good wrestling, but it's hard to keep the energy level up for four hours, especially when AEW crowds are so energetic. Anecdotally, but just from my own perspective, when I know a match is about to end, the adrenaline kicks up. I'm like, oh, shit, okay, this is going to happen. And I kind of wonder if that would have been the way to go. But this is his philosophy. He always puts on the world title Put match the world on title on match, no, match on last, yeah. Yeah. Uh, missed this earlier. My apologies. Awkward Vegas rated with a party of 26. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. No, I thought the crowd was in the main event. Partially, I, partially, I just think that the crowd is a little bit on the torn side. I think everybody loves Adam Cole, you know, and uh, he is like one of the most delightful people I've ever had a uh, pleasure to encounter in wrestling. Um, Paige seems like a fucking awesome guy, too. Yeah. Uh, R. Lopez says the uh, crowd was hot for Colin Page. From from the perspective here watching it, it seemed like they were a little less into it. They just it seemed like a bit of a tired crowd. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe live or paying closer attention. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Uh, Duke of Wicked with the sub. Thank you so much. Uh, he also says, "Who would you like to see help Hangman uh, uh, Hangman's reign next? Who would you like to see Hangman get that win over next?" I think Jericho's a great option, yeah, Jericho, especially if Jericho's going to be a bad guy now. Especially yeah. three years after the first double or nothing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, Floppy Nips asks, does MJF win the TNT title before the AEW title? No, I, think, I think he goes straight to the AEW Yeah, title. I think it's directly the AEW title. Yeah. Uh, Maggie says, you just mentioned Tony, for better or worse, doesn't deter booking no matter who he signs. Do you think that's what happened with Rosa not beating Britt? Like he envisioned a long reign for Brit. I think it's pure speculation. I think they see the San Antonio show coming up, and being that's where Thunder Rosa is from, they want to give the crowd there that moment. They maybe want to give Thunder Rosa that moment in front of her hometown crowd. I think it's, that's literally all it is. If if they didn't have a show in San Antonio in the next two weeks, Thunder Rosa would have won the title tonight. I don't know. On that one, I don't know. You were probably right, but Brit has been Brit has become such a big deal, and they just have not they have not done a great job. And maybe it's the kind of thing where it's like you know once we put the t- title on her, like I know she's she's already super over. Like people love Thunder Rosa, mm-hmm. um, and maybe it's the kind of thing once they have the title on her, the spotlight will follow. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think he said something like sixty, like it's sixty, sixty. It's like sixty forty, like long term booking versus sort of booking on the fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so yeah, but no, that world title thing. That's 
he, he he clearly has a has a plan for all that stuff. Um. Anyways, that's gonna do it. Twitch chat, stick around. We'll answer some more of these questions. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. We know it was a long day, but you guys were awesome. Yes, thank you and so much, everybody who joined us throughout the stream. Stuck around here for the uh, the recap. Much appreciated. Thank you, everybody, for the subs, the bits, the highlight messages, participating in in, in channel point wagering. Uh, it, 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 this whole experience is, is tons of fun because we get to spend it with our community, and it's awesome. It is the best community in wrestling. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.